the dad business. And here is your host, Nigel T. Best. Hey everyone, and welcome to the dad business with me, Nigel T. Best. Happy New Year, everyone. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed, really enjoyed your Christmas and New Year celebrations uh, wherever you are in the world. And I hope you had a fantastic time. But are you someone who's dreading starting 2019 or looking really excited towards what 2019 can bring to you and your family, especially, especially for all you people out there who've decided this is the year that I'm going to move from corporate life or the employed life into running my own business. Because if that's you, and uh, bear in mind that uh, for this podcast, it's kind of one of the prerequisites, one of the qualifications is to be both a dad and in business. If that is you, welcome. Welcome to the, I don't know if you can say anymore, loony bin, for want of a, a better phrase, because really everyone else is probably the same ones, and we are definitely losing it because Running a business can be, hmm, let's just say, interesting uh, for the majority of the time. Um, but it, it's something a lot of us feel that, feel like, well, I don't know. I, I know a lot of people now who run their own business who feel that they are now pretty much unemployable. They've done their own thing for so long that there's no way that they could go back into, being, into uh, the corporate life and, and be employed. And that's fine. And if that's you taking that step, congratulations. If that's you thinking that 2019, I'm going to give it a go, but I'm going to stay in my job whilst I give it a go on the sidelines and and work on it in my own time, then brilliant. And that is probably a very, very sensible way to do it because nothing is guaranteed. And when you look at those stats, when you look at people who start a business and it's something like 80% fail in the first year, and then in 80% of the remaining 20% fail in the next five years and what have you. And of those that kind of survive, the vast majority just hang around, don't they? Nothing much happens. They don't do much. You know, they just kind of tinker along, tickle along, trickle along, bumble along and all the rest of it. But maybe... Maybe you've got one of those businesses and you're thinking to yourself, right, actually, 2019, this is the year I'm going to devote a bit more time. I'm going to take it seriously. I'm going to consider it a business. I'm going to get it set up correctly. And in this day and age, you know, starting a business online, pretty low cost. All you need to know is how to do it. Now, it's one of those situations where when you sometimes you do know how to do it, but sometimes you need the courage to do it. And if that's something that you need the help with or the support or encouragement, accountability, responsibility, whatever it may be, you know, then here at the dad business, we're here to help and support you. Love to hear of people wanting to start up. And one of the funny things is that um, sometimes it can take a chance meeting, kind of, it can be a bit of networking, it can be an idea that's been mulling around in your head, but you haven't quite found the angle to do it. And all of a sudden, you happen to go to an event and you sort of meet up with someone. So I'm uh, just, if you hear bangs and clatterings and dogs and comings and goings and what have you, it's podcast recording time and family goes on and all around. So there'll be clanking of drinks being made, no doubt, and 
supposedly the kids are in bed um, and, and the kettle had been turned on, all these sort of things that go on because life doesn't stop, does it? You know, and it, even if I told everyone to be quiet, I'm doing a podcast, the chances are um, that no one's going to listen to me and they're going to clang and bang and, and all the rest of it. Now, I've got to say, though, when the kettle goes on, if you end up with a cup of tea or a cup of coffee or something like that, that's always a result. And you should never criticize anyone for making a noise if, if they deliver the goods. Um, looking around, maybe hopeful. I think I think two mugs have come out of the cupboard. So uh, so maybe, yeah, yeah, dad's mug has been revealed to me. So it looks like dad's going <laughs> to get a brew. Nice one. But... You know, so you, you can hear stuff going on. The kettle's boiling. Wonderful. But, yeah, if if you sometimes you go out and you know those things where sometimes you, you – um, I know some people sort of say the deal of the century comes along every other day. But that kind of doesn't make sense because it was deal of the century, but it comes out every other day. How come it's not deal of the every other day? Well, it's only deal of the century because so many people ignore the signs and see and ignore what's out there. And often um, it, it's one of these things that in, until you open your ears, eyes and heart and mind to the possibilities that are out there, that business that's inside you, a bit like all those people that think they can write a book, it stays within you. And all those dreams, uh, when you cark it when you're dead those dreams die with you and nobody's nobody knows about your dreams and what have you so at some point you've got to give it a go so if 2019 is the year that you're going to give it a go fantastic now what's kick-started something for me this year 2019 is the back end of last year um the broadband where we live is shocking absolutely shocking we just happen to be in between two places two exchanges and we're right at the end of it and we're the kind of the last link the longest link the slowest link and so we get i think it's 0.5 of a meg all right you can play the violins you can send in the sympathy to me i know so what have i got a couple of miles down the road there's a hotel and it has a business club that they just opened so i thought right i'll go there because then i can upload download use their broadband and Everything's uh, everything's good, isn't it? Anyway, you go there, and what you realise is a bit like a co-worker space, and you start talking to people, and start talking to some people, and amazing what other people do and how it can dovetail with what you're doing. And it dovetails so nicely in terms of anyone thinking of getting online. So one of the things that I do for a couple of days a month is I do two days worth of uh, social media coaching. Uh, so it's a group of VIP and a mastermind group. And I'm one of the coaches that helps out there running um, uh, that sort of thing. So it's p- people that have got their own business, building a business, launching a business, creating a business, how they do it. So we help. So there's a number of us and we help. And, and my focus, one of my focuses is um, general marketing, running a business, and uh, Facebook ads. I also know about chatbots, uh, how to create those, and uh, how to build websites and what have you. Um, now I'm talking to this guy. I'm getting a coffee, and he just says, "Um, oh, it was geez, it was like being, you know, when you go to those networking events. I don't know if you've ever been to university. If you have, 
uh, congratulations. Um, I went before you started getting all these uh, loans and what have you, but well, yeah, just about, I think they started coming out when we were there. But anyway, I always remember Freshers Week and the questions were, what's your name? Where do you come from? What do you do? Or what A-levels did you do and stuff like that? And he came up to me and he he, he was like going back in time. He says, what's your name? What do you do? Where do you come from? <laughs> now, I've subsequently found out that he spent 15 years in the police. So I'm, I'm kind of thinking that he must have thought I was a shifty character. But it was one of these things where I said, oh, well, look, I invest in property. We uh, provide social care and... Uh, I also love social media, coaching social media and developing online stuff in terms of courses and uh, supporting businesses. And he looked at me and his guy's eyes widened a bit and he went, really? Oh, wow. So which bits do you know? And so I went through a few things and he said, oh, wow. He said, well, I know Google ads, SEO and chatbots and I just thought, okay, there's a reason that this guy has come up and talked to me. So I said to him, oh, what are you going to do in 2019 with all that knowledge? And he went, that's the trouble, I just don't know. And I said, well, one of the things I like doing is helping people sort out what they're going to do. Really? Yeah. So we sat down with our coffees and we just chatted through what we were doing. And it just got to the point where we just said, right, okay, we need to do something together here. And I don't know, all you dads out there, all you business owners out there, do you sometimes feel that um, you've got to strike while the iron's hot, whilst there's something there, you've got to give it a go? And the beauty of online businesses is there is virtually no capital set up. You can do these things for buttons. And if it's information that is going to be your product, then the information is in your head. The only cost will be in terms of time and you getting it out there and getting a platform to get it out there for other people. We sat down, we sketched things out, and I said, right, okay, we need to do a podcast. So we've created a podcast. So just like I'm here on The Dad Business, you need to check out the other podcasts. So believe it or not, I'm involved in two others. Uh, But this one with Simon, although he likes to refer to himself as Cy, Cy, you know, it's kind of like, you're not James Bond. So his name's Simon Hearn, and he always sort of introduces himself as, yeah, hi, I'm Cy, Cy Hearn, and he just makes me chuckle every time. And anyway, we, we started talking about this. I said, right, look, let me grab the microphone, let me set it up, and we'll get ourselves a podcast launched. Boom. Got a podcast launch, uh, already got followers. We sat down, um, I've built a, a website that is there. We're just putting the social media together. We've just created today, we were creating some chatbots to link to the Facebook page and to the website. And uh, we're creating a membership site, which will help people go through how to set up an online business, the digital business. Uh, And whether that's, you've got one that isn't really growing, you've got an agency, but you've no idea what you ask them to do, and you don't know what they're doing for you. And you're not too sure why you're doing it or, or what the reason is or what on earth's going on, um, then we break it all down, give you all the detail, help you out on that, and the membership site will be going live at the end of January. So if you go to businessprofitclub.co.uk 
and have a look there. I'll be putting the link up for the chatbot so you can get into that and you can register early and get an early bird, a VIP um, spot on the wait list for the membership, the Business Profit Club membership, which kind of leads me neatly and unashamedly into explaining that what we're putting together is a membership model, so subscription basis. And the idea being that we will talk about e-commerce, how to get your product sales on uh, Amazon, because we've got another guy who's there who's an expert who will ultimately, if your turnover is in the um, high hundreds of thousands stroke millions per month with sales on e-commerce, he does one-to-one consultancy for doing that. And he was telling us today, you know, the at least three things that businesses do wrong, um, no matter how big they are on e-commerce. He said, even companies turning over millions a month still get things wrong. And he can't believe it. Now, his history was being an Amazon vendor. So he got so big that Amazon came in. He was then down in London a lot, listening to people uh, from Amazon, finding out all the insider stuff and what have you. And he now uses that to help other people and consult. But what I mean is I was in this networking group and it was this thing where I was just went to get some faster broadband and all of a sudden you start meeting people and they're giving you, my head spins with ideas. It's terrible. If For all of us out there who just have nonstop ideas or head buzzing, you have my sympathy because I'm with you on it. You know, everywhere, everywhere I look, it's like an opportunity. But who do we need to help us? It's the people that convert it, the integrators, the the people that build it, the the ones that dot the I's and cross the T's. Oh, my word, you are amazing people, and I need more of you to help get all these ideas out of my head to create businesses. But what is good is when I'm coaching to have all the ideas to help people who are fantastic people that's implementing, getting it all ready, but who struggle to put the pieces together or come up with the ideas. So again, it's sometimes you look at people and you listen to what they uh, are really skilled in. They almost always undersell their talent, skills, and knowledge, but you put them together with some ideas and you set them off running and it is just, I love it to stand back and just see what they do. And look at this. Oh, it's a godsend. Thank you so much. It's a cup of tea. Cup of tea in dad's mug. How appropriate. Mm. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Can't be a cup of tea. Not with a big stick. Um. So, yeah, one of the things is, Creating a business in 2019, have you had that opportunity yet? Have you got that idea? Is the only thing holding you back getting away from uh, negative people to people who are positive who are wanting to take the step? Now, because I'm in this this networking hub, when I was talking to Simon, he was clear. He, He wanted to do, he wanted to make his business work. He wanted to get going. He wanted to do things. He wanted to, um, you know, make it work, get going. He was happy, right? Yeah, you show me, you tell me, I'll do it. Perfect. But it's one of those things that if you are in a job or somewhere where you're working at the moment 
and you've got a lot of people, it could be family, it could be friends. If your circle of family, friends or colleagues, work colleagues, are very much keep your head down, you know, keep doing the same thing, um, starting your own business is not for the likes of you, um, that's not what we do around here. Um, the, the economy's bad. You've got Brexit. You've got Trump. You've got South Korea. All these things now. Properties, the worst thing you can do is buy property at the moment. The worst thing you can do is start a business. Look at how many businesses fail. All right, that's fine. That's fine. But you get yourself to some sort of networking or co-worker space or whatever, and who's to say that you don't suddenly meet people with a very different attitude and people who've got such a different attitude they're kind of willing to do joint ventures work with you give you work uh, ask you to work you know with them all these things suddenly open up so if you dads out there who are in a job who in 2019 thinking i've got to do something different maybe this is the time that you step up and you say to yourself yeah do you know what i am going to do something different i'm going to go for it this year i'm going to take the leap of faith, uh, and I'm going to give it a go. And if you can do this in your spare time, so evenings, weekends, or if you're working nights during the days, or whatever your working arrangements are, if you can do this without giving up your job, that is amazing because obviously your job is very useful for covering all your household bills or your mortgage or getting a mortgage and all those sort of things and a bit of stability. You don't want to put everything on the line, maybe necessarily, unless, of course, you're a reckless so-and-so and and you just think, right, I'm going to burn my bridges, burn my ships, and I'm just going to have to make this work. Good luck to you. But I would advise, you know, stick where you are and give this a go in your spare time because one of the things that uh, in the social media coaching is you find that a lot of people have a passion, um, but that passion doesn't really translate into being able to make much money with it. Or it's in a um, an incredibly competitive market. So there's a lot of people out there who want to be um, mindset people or uh, fitness coaches or um, yoga gurus or whatever. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there and you've got to have a very unique selling point, um, something that makes you stand out. And a lot of people are not necessarily dynamic enough you don't think to be able to do that so if you want to do something steady then that's fine and you can do that and I could show you how to do that as well so as I say uh, the businessprofitclub.co.uk or links on my website nigeltbest.com will direct you to areas where I can support you through membership and, and show you how to do that how to put the pieces together because sometimes if you're going to start a new business, um, you have to learn the language of the business. Uh, does that make sense? I'm just saying it out loud. It kind of sounds a bit weird. All right. So you know that if you were an accountant, accountants have their own way of talking about things compared to a dentist who talk in their, you know, dentists speak and doctors are the same and architects will be the same. Everyone uses a specific language, code words phrases, whatever it is. If you're coming to an online business, then you need to understand what you're talking about and how the pieces are put together. And I often talk to people about, uh, they always come to me talking about Facebook ads and they say, oh, no, it's fantastic. I want you to set up a Facebook ad for me. And I said, right, okay. 
what are you trying to do with it? Where you're, where are you going? And what's the customer journey? Oh, well, um, well, if I just do a Facebook ad, um, that'll make me lots of money, won't it? And I said, well, here's the thing. Just because you can use some social media ad platform like Google Ads, um, Facebook Ads, Instagram, uh, whatever it might be, uh, doesn't mean that just because you spend a bit of money on that, that you can ignore the fundamental rules of marketing and that um, if you've got a crap product, um, suddenly Facebook ads will make it amazing. It doesn't. All it does is waste your money. You've still got to get the marketing right and you've still got to give people a, a journey so that if you have an advert, they've got to go somewhere. What what happens when they go there? Do they get offered I don't know, um, a, a free gift uh, or a bit of free training, some value, some checklists, some PDFs, whatever it might be, then what happens to them? Do they go on to further training? Do you give them some more? Do you show them how to sell their products? How do you enhance their business and their life? And then how can you help people in the future? So people sort of always want to jump into Facebook ads and they haven't actually worked out what they're going to sell, what they're going to do, who their customer is and where they're going. So I always say, think of it as the arse about Facebook uh, way of doing things, which you've got to work out who, who you're selling to, what you're going to give them, what language they're going to talk, um, what emotions they feel, what challenges they've got, what pain points they've got, how you can overcome those pain points, how you can help solve them. Because whatever your business is, I heard a great definition, profit is merely the result of sol solving somebody's problems for money. Okay. So if you solve a big enough problem and they pay you the right amount of money for it, you will make a profit. And that's great because you're solving someone's problem, you're earning money, making profits, that's great. But a lot of people come and they say, Facebook, Facebook ads, yeah, do that for me. I say, well, what problem are you solving? Well, I don't know. I just thought if I put some adverts out there, it would work. Mm, maybe you need to think a little bit more about it. So again, I'll show people how to put it together. Um, so myself and Cy, um, or, or just me, uh, can show you how you put um, the work out who your customer is, what they're looking for, create the product or solution for that, then how you can advertise it, then how it's linked to an opt-in page where you can get people's details, how you they can buy something from you, so payment pages, and also then how they can stay involved with you, so email lists, autoresponder sequences, and how... Um, you can nurture those people, engage with your customers so that you can offer further products, whether they be your own products or other people's products. Um, and that's a pretty good way of understanding how online marketing, online businesses can work. Now, if you've got your own business already and you're not online, then you really need to be online because pretty much... Um, what's happened to the high street here in the UK recently with the decimation of the bricks and mortar because of online sales. And I noticed that Next had released their Christmas sales and they said actually sales have gone up. But the reason they'd gone up was because their online presence and their online sales had really taken off and they were really spending a lot more money on that. So the actual bricks and mortar probably still declining, but their online sales had, had increased. So... 
you've got to think to yourself, right, okay, if I've got a business and I'm not going to go online, how am I going to make sure that somebody else who does go online isn't going to steal all my customers? Interesting. And that's definitely worth a conversation. Definitely worth a conversation because there's some things in there you probably need to uh, reconsider, I'd say. Okay, quick slurp of tea. That's good. Now, 2019, here's my prediction. 2019 will be the year of the subscription model really reaching kind of what you might regard as weird and unbelievable levels um, if you're thinking about it right now. Uh, what do I mean by that? Right, okay, um, Sky TV, you subscribe to it. Your internet uh, provider, you subscribe to it. Your TV license, you subscribe to it. Um, your, what else? There's so many things. And a golf club membership. Hey, I actually uh, actually went out and pre- hit a few balls the other day. Oh, it was good to get back to that bit of golf. I don't know if uh, any of you dads in business um, out there love a bit of golf. But yeah, I've, I've not played much in recent years. I don't know, kids, uh, just as an aside. Um kind of your time disappears and the selfishness of going off for half a day to play golf kind of goes out the window a bit, doesn't it, guys? Um, but anyway, I managed to go up with Matthew and hit uh, 100 balls or so at the range. And uh, apart from apart from everything aching, the flexibility not being there uh, and the power definitely down, um, there's a little, every, every so often there's a hint of magic that's still there in the old golf swing. But anyway, anyway, where was I? Right, yeah, talking about the models uh, for 2019 and the subscription model or the membership model. So a golf club membership. There's pretty much most things now you will do uh, as a membership or a subscription. So all your probably cloud data storage, your domains, um, and all the sort of um, email, anything to do with uh, you know, Apple, Gmail, uh, Google, and, and what have you. All these things can be done on subscriptions. All those apps, you know, Headspace and all the rest of it that you might be paying three, four, five, ten pounds a month, all subscription-based. Hmm. Have you noticed that? Well, here's some of the things that are coming up or coming your way fast. In America, you can subscribe to, I think it's Cadillac and Porsche cars, and you pay a subscription. Includes everything, you know, insurance, maintenance, all the rest of it, the car, everything, apart from fuel. So you buy your own petrol, diesel, whatever. But you've got the ability to change your vehicle on a surprisingly frequent basis. I think Cadillacs is something crazy like 20 or 30 different cars you can drive in the year. Um, Amazing sort of thing. And you, you never actually own it. You just subscribe to it. I was listening to another guy who said you can build a subscription model for anything. And he said, you can see the day when people don't have tools. And you kind of go, tools, right? Power tools, any tools. So you'd have to store them. You'd have to keep them. You'd have to buy them. You just subscribe to a service. And he said, there'll come the day when you want to put a shelf up or whatever, and you, on your subscription to the tools, you'll put in that you need a, a drill and some screws and some wall plugs or whatever. And a drone will fly out with the tools, it'll land, you'll take it out, you'll drill the holes, you put it back in, the drone will take it away, and that's it. 
Wow. Okay, this is kind of a whole different level. Now, what's the benefit of having a membership scheme or subscription-based model? Well, there's a few things. First and most obvious is that if you've got um, the ability to do it and you can scale it on an unlimited scale, so if you think of people that designed an app that charged three quid, um, then, you know, you could sell as many apps as you as you want. You could sell 10, you could sell 100, you could sell a million. And everyone is bringing in the, the three pounds. Um, I know Apple have disappointed the markets with their kind of product sale numbers. But what you've what the market, and I was listening to some guys talking about it today, what they're failing to see is that underlying that is essentially people are subscribing to Apple products, whether it's iCloud or other Apple-based things. So like the Amazon Prime, you've got um, you know iTunes and you buy your music and you can subscribe to that and all these sort of things are there. What's it doing? It's building up an enormous proportion of businesses key uh, recurring revenues so you kind of look at it and you go right okay so you don't need to do a product launch necessarily you can just get people on to a long-term retainer so hmm right i get it and apple's revenues are shifting to a bigger and bigger proportion being on monthly subscriptions you make it a product that no one wants to unsubscribe from and you've kind of got people tied in for life, maybe. But it's certainly an interesting model because it smooths your revenue. So whereas sometimes, so we've just gone through Christmas, and I know retailers have this huge spike. Uh, I know there was the Black Friday, Cyber Monday, um, Christmas, and a couple of other times of the year huge spike in sales that is really tricky for your inventory logistics um and and all the rest of it firework companies i know they do sell stuff all year round or whatever but there's got to be a big spike when new year or here in the uk bonfire night and what have you and if you had a subscriber who instead of paying 100 pounds once a year paid 10 pounds every month so that's £120 a year. Not only might you be getting slightly more, but the consumer is probably less likely to cancel when it's a small monthly amount uh, compared to more likely to cancel when it comes around to an annual repeat of £100. And trying to find £100, if the timing isn't right for that person, you know, they might just turn around and say, well, I can't do it, um, and, and they drop it. Um, whereas it's, when it's £10, you kind of go, oh, well, it's a bit hassle stopping it. I'll keep it going. It'll come in useful sometime. It, it's, it makes it kind of one of these things where people don't drop out as frequently or as often. And you might get more across a year and it comes in steady amounts. Now, if it comes in steady amounts, you can plan because if you've got a key base of income coming in, then you can do, you know, and you, you've got most of your basis, so you've, you've got your staff costs covered, you've got your business overheads covered, or whatever, from the base stuff. Then anything else you want to focus on really is the gravy, isn't it? It's the cherry on top. And so this subscription-based model is coming in more and more and more. 
And I would say if in 2019 you are looking to get your business online, you really do need to consider how you get people into some sort of membership scheme. And if you want to find out more, so beautifully linked here into what we're doing and what we're showing people is how to build one, what to put in, how to market to people and how to attract people in. We're right at the process. It's going to be starting um, sort of any day now is our marketing and we're looking at launching at the end of January. Um, so again, businessprofitclub.co.uk is there. And what, that's what we're going to be talking about because who out there would agree that if you do something that you love, you don't even call it a job? And I reckon most of us dads out there, you don't call yourself a dad because you feel obliged to be a dad. You call yourself a dad with pride because you find it easy. All right, not all the time easy. Um, but you love it and you get out of bed for it. And um, if you're anything like me, you would lay down your life in a heartbeat for your kids in a heartbeat absolutely and for many of us the business is it's like another child isn't it and it's something you love and you jump out of bed to do and i was talking to someone the other day and they said that their kids had uh, when they asked them the question do you really enjoy getting up in the morning for your job both of them said they hadn't enjoyed it for years couldn't remember the last time they enjoyed it and i thought oh that's so sad it's so sad. Um, I mean, my family joke because I'm never too sure what day it is because to me, every day is, all right, is it a work day? Yeah, all right, every day is a work day. But it's not really a work day because I don't really regard it as work. I regard it as a chance to get up and do something. And not everything comes off. Not every time, you know, when you do a business transaction, does it work? Uh, we've had some highs, we've had some very low lows, uh, we've had people that have paid us and we've had people that have kind of not paid us um, and it's you've had times when you've had a bit of money and you've had times when you are strapped for cash and you owe people and it's not great but I wouldn't trade it because I love it. Someone asked me the other day, did I think that there was such a thing as a work-life balance? And they were quite surprised at my answer because I said, do you know what, a work-life balance? Hmm. I said, if you regard a work-life balance like a seesaw, I said, a work-life balance would mean you sit in the middle and nobody else is involved. Nobody sits at either end. And to be perfectly honest, nothing happens and it's pretty boring. I said, I think work-life balance. And for dads, it's being a dad and being in business. I think it's like the seesaw where you sit at the end and you do it with someone else and you have some highs and you have some lows and the thrill can be as exciting going up as it can be going down. But it's a hell of a lot more fun with other people and it's a hell of a lot more fun when you do go up and down. Work-life balance? Nah, I don't think so. And I don't think you should even strive to do it. I think there's times when your kid, kids take absolute precedence and you don't want to do anything else. And there's other times when you could quite happily throttle them and getting off to work is an absolute bonus. <laughs> so there we go. Um, it's, it's one of those things. Work-life balance, nah. You, you just got to enjoy both of them, I think, and, and enjoy the fact that sometimes you're going to be uh, really down on one bit and really high on the other. 
it'll come around, it'll go the other way, enjoy it. But there we go. So um, 2019, really excited. I'm amazed uh, at how you can, if you've got your eyes, your ears, uh, your heart and your head open to opportunities, those deals of a century, those um, partnerships of a lifetime, they're there every day you've just not seen them so far. And if you are considering getting out there in 2019, oh, come on, let's do it. If you're getting out there in 2019 to um, launch your business, create a business, grow your business, whatever it is, if I can help, then fantastic. But you've got to keep in touch. You've got to let me know how you're getting on. You've got to tell me what's what's working, what's not working, uh, what you're struggling with and what you're not struggling with. Has anyone else felt like this? Has anyone else done this? And has anyone realized the impact it can have on your family? Yes, yes. This, we're all out here. We all know most of some of the challenges that you get from being a dad and being a business. We're quite happy to share that. And coming up very soon, I have had requests from a number of people um, in America and all over who are wanting to come on the dad podcast and talk about how they have started a business, been a dad, grown their business, been a dad, uh, and the challenges that are thrown at them, what's influenced them, what's driven them, what's brought them to where they are, what's guiding them, what's what's their passion, where are they headed, what's their aim, and all the rest of it to share with you to, so that you, me, and all the dads uh, out there in business know that we are not, most definitely not alone. And we're all here for one another because all we're trying to do is be the best dads we can be and be the best a business we can be. So there we go. This is me, Nigel T. Best, wishing all of you an amazing 2019. Get out there, smash it. Love you to bits. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time. Bye for now.